Welcome to the Focus on Why podcast. I'm Amy Rowlandson and I ask my guests one simple question, why? Focusing on the importance of why, I share with you the relatable, uplifting and inspiring conversations I have with people from all walks of life. This podcast will encourage you to focus on your why to enable and empower you to achieve the success you desire. Have a purpose, have a plan, focus on why. Before we start, I would like to draw your attention to what I can offer you as a master coach. I can help you to focus on your why with clarity, uniting your passion with your purpose with a plan to create the life you truly desire. Book a free 20 minute coaching call right now via calendly.com forward slash Amy Rowlandson forward slash call and we can take it from there. Hello and welcome to my 40th Reflections with Actions episode. These episodes are where I review the previous five episodes and share some of the key takeaways from each one. And it's also an opportunity for me to explore more about what's been shared for me to pull on some of the conversation threads. And I would love to hear your feedback on the episodes. So feel free to either email me, DM me via social media or post publicly on the episode threads on any of the platforms of LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook or Instagram. Firstly today, I want to say a huge thank you for all your support on my reaching of 250 episodes recently. I've had so many people reach out to congratulate me and it was so heartwarming to receive all these different messages. I did wonder how many podcasts made it this far and apparently most of them don't actually get past 21 episodes with an average lifespan of around 174 days. They suffer from pod fade and they disappear into the ether altogether. And I did reach out to a good friend, Neil Velio, who has over 20 years now of experience in the audio space and has access to all sorts of podcasting statistics. And he said that 72% don't make it past the three month milestone. And what I found astounding was another statistic he shared with me, which is that only 2,700 active podcasts have more than 200 episodes globally. Wow, only 2,700 and I am one of them. And there are also just 317,000 active podcasts, even though there are over 4 million RSS data feeds out there. So podcasting is powerful and I often get asked, why did I choose podcasting when there are so many other different ways to reach an audience today? Well, my answer is just this. It's simple. I love it. I absolutely love it. And I believe it's my chosen mission and responsibility as a podcaster and as a life purpose coach to gift a living legacy of inspiration, insight and knowledge to create long lasting, positive global ripple effects. I do shine the light on purpose, on fulfillment, on curiosity to help empower others to forge their own paths. And this podcast is living proof of that in action. I don't work simply to work. I work to fulfill my needs and my values. And reaching this milestone of 250 episodes of Focus on Why, I recognise that I have found my icky guy in life, that sweet spot where I get to combine my passion with my profession, with my mission and my vocation. I love every second and this is clear in the value that my clients receive when I work with them and when the guests come on the show, they know how passionate I am and it makes a difference to our conversations. Remember, success takes time and effort, so make sure you enjoy the journey. Focus on all of the milestones that you reach in life and celebrate each win, no matter how small or big they are. And today, my win is that this episode is episode 256. It's my 40th reflection episode. So let's dive straight in. 
Kicking it off is episode 251, More, Less or Different with Stuart Harris. What could I have done more of? What could I have done less of or do differently? For almost 20 years working with businesses that need to increase sales and improve their customer service, Stuart has kept his goals simple. He helps his clients win more customers, serve them better and keep them longer. Applying his MLD model, he asks them what would they do more of, what would they do less of and what would they do differently? This feedback model was something that he used from his work with Coca-Cola. How do you assess what you do in business? Do you apply this approach of more, less or different? How often do you appraise your work reflecting on what went well, what could have gone better? And what feedback models do you use? I reflect on my work in different ways. I may use my journal for these reflections or I may simply just take myself off on a walk and mull things over without any other distractions. Afterwards, I take my learnings and I apply them to make improvements. Adopting this practice ensures that my brain learns with every try I make. Your brain is wired for success. And Tony Bazan spoke about this in his book Headstrong in his Tefcast model. I spoke about this before in more detail in my very first reflection episode all the way back in 007. So go check that one out. But to give you a quick, really quick overview of Tefcast, the T is for trial. E is for event, F is for feedback, C is for check, A is for adjust, and S is for success. How do you train your brain for success? More, less, different. What about the proverbial expression, less is more? The truth behind this is that sometimes simple rules over elaborate. Stuart said he likes to keep his goals simple, focus on one thing. Gary Keller and Jay Papazan style. Focus gives you power, persistence and drive and is critical for your decision making. When you're so completely focused on that one task at hand, you're in control. You're more creative and productive. You're in flow. And when you achieve flow, your stress is reduced. Your productivity is increased and you're focused on quality. There are several other strands I want to pick up from this episode with Stuart. The first being that Stuart had not realised quite how central a role his old school maths teacher has had on his attitude to understanding purpose and in sharing that in his work. He'd been really frustrated whilst trying to understand the relevance of what he'd been learning at school in the application and practicality of it in the real world. He never understood the value of measuring a hippopotamus in his class. Well, this frustration turned into a a core driver for Stuart, shaping his career and ensuring that his clients understood the practical reasoning behind anything that he trains them to do. Teachers play a pivotal role at an impressionable time in your life. I've got really strong memories of many of my lessons to this day, despite being over 40 years ago. Some really impressionable and inspiring teachers and at the same time, some really terrible ones too. I was supported and encouraged by some and inhibited and shut down by others. What teachers have had an impact on your life and how? I'd love to hear them. The last strand to pull on from this episode is the fulfilment piece. Stuart is the pride of East Kilbride and he finds great fulfilment in his community cleanup work, in helping his environment become cleaner and more accessible to people. The piece of the purpose jigsaw that is often missing with many of my coaching clients is this fulfillment piece, the opportunity to serve, to volunteer, to give back. If success is getting what you want, 
personally in life, then fulfillment is found when you give what you have to others. What gives you a sense of fulfillment in life? Is your work fulfilling or are you just filling in the moments? As I said earlier, I help to shine the light on people's purpose, on their fulfillment and their curiosity to empower them to forge their own paths. And together we discover, uncover or rediscover the gifts that they have. Are you aware of your gifts and are you maximizing them fully to the potential that they can fully flourish? If you are, you're most likely living a life of fulfillment, purpose and passion. Your values are playing a critical part here too. But what if the reverse was true, that your values are not playing their part, that you're not living up to your potential, that you're not using your gifts? Understanding and living by your highest values will enable you to discover what is important to you in life, who you really are, and how to live a life of authenticity, purpose, and fulfillment. Essentially, you know why you do what you do. You discover your purpose. When was the last time you considered your values and are you living a life in accordance with them? When you know your values, you're able to spot those opportunities to make those wise decisions and those informed choices. And in making wise decisions and informed choices, you get good at life, which leads me perfectly into episode 252, Get Good at Life with Lee Jackson. Lee is an award-winning motivational speaker, presentation coach and author of 12 books. Having worked in the voluntary public and private sectors over the years, he now works in businesses and education, helping people to get good in challenging times. Specialising in speaking to slightly reluctant audiences, Lee helps people to get good at things, to get good at work and to get good as a person, essentially to get good at life. Told he was naturally great at speaking, Lee discovered that it was possible to make a living doing something that he loved. And after a long career as a youth worker, the switch to become a professional motivational speaker arose after deep reflection on the feedback he received about how good he was presenting to people. Again, feedback plays a critical role in taking action. Values guide Lee. They are his compass and define his boundaries. Integrity, honesty and wisdom are his core values. Lee talks about the role accountability plays out in his life. He said that people love the idea of accountability until they are held to account. Now, this statement really stood out for me. Why is it that the concept holds interest, but the reality is far from appealing? I believe it's because being held accountable is not the same as holding yourself accountable. The former involves significant effort and there are consequences to your inaction. You'll be called out for poor performance or your procrastination and that can make for a difficult pill to swallow. You want to succeed yet it involves you having to take responsibility for your actions or inactions and requires you to show total commitment to follow through on your publicly shared goal. When you are held accountable by someone else, you're more likely to succeed as there is nowhere to hide. Do you set yourself goals? Do you hold yourself accountable? Do you make your goals public so as to get public accountability? Or do you have an accountability partner? I've been working with Joe Lightfoot for over a year now where we act as accountability partners for one another. We call each other out and push one another to get outside of our comfort zones. It's very uncomfortable at times, but we have given one another permission to do this. And as a result, we get better at life. 
Next up is episode 253, The Promise with Jason Hewlett. And we stay with the subject of accountability as the promise is very much about accountability. It's about saying what you'll do and then doing it. But equally, we also have to realize that there is forgiveness within a promise and we don't have to try to live up to perfection. We need to do our best to forgive ourselves, even when we do break the promise to ourselves. This is what Jason said. One of the youngest inductees in the prestigious Speaker Hall of Fame, Jason's talks inspire leadership from the perspective of a promise. While giving attendees an engaging, entertaining and educational experience all in one. Having delivered thousands of presentations over two decades now, Jason is the only speaker in the world teaching leadership in a performance of uncanny musical and comedy impressions, utilising the legends of stage. Formerly a very successful Las Vegas after-dinner corporate event speaker and casino performer, Jason changed direction to honour and prioritise his family. In becoming a full-time father and full-time keynote speaker, melding both worlds, Jason learned how to make it work over the last 20 years. As for Jason, life is work. Life is home. Believing that everyone has a profound gift, through the sharing of his voice with the world, Jason helps leaders to discover their gift, their signature move, and then shows them how to deliver on their promise. And I want to pick up on the themes of gifts and forgiveness that Jason mentions. They lie deep within your heart and your mind. What is your true gift in life, your unique gift, the magic which you bring to the world? If you don't know what your gifts are, ask some of your trusted friends, peers or family to share with you some clues as to what they believe to be your greatest strengths or what makes you unique. These answers will provide you with invaluable insights into what makes you unique and what your gifts really are. Your gift is often to be found in those moments where you're naturally in flow and where you lose all sense of time. Take the opportunity to identify, activate and nurture your unique gift as it will lead you towards living a more fulfilling life, rewarding you and all those around you as you share your gift with others. I believe that the greatest gift you can give yourself is to invest in yourself, to fully understand your purpose to pursue your dreams and discover your purpose, you understand why you do what you do and have the courage of conviction to live your purpose. After all, you only have one life, so live it and love it. Jason recognises his gifts and he uses his gift of song to share the message of the forgiveness. And when I think of forgiveness, for some reason, the song Let It Go from Frozen starts rattling around in my head. Let it go gets me thinking of letting go of those things that don't serve me anymore, of those moments of resentment, regret or grievance. How about you? Are you holding a grudge against someone or could you benefit from the gift of forgiveness? Forgiveness has come up in several Focus on Why episodes. In episode five with Sam Rathling, she talks of the art of social selling and took herself on a journey to work through a lot of forgiveness to move on from the adversity she'd faced in a previous business. Lara Cowan, in episode 89, School of Nature, shared that nature forgives the storms and said you have to forgive yourself for what you think. This was echoed in 155 Unbroken with Madeline Black, who shared her story publicly with the Forgiveness Project and explained how her life is a lot more peaceful having made the choice of forgiveness. Diana Hartley, Peter Edge, Martin Morrison and Joe Berry also shared their stories of forgiveness. However, it's Nigel Risner in episode 84, The Power of Forgiveness, who 
who shared that his whole purpose and speaking career is focused on forgiveness and referenced that the resentment is like taking poison and hoping the other person dies. Making a conscious decision to release resentment towards someone, regardless of whether they deserve your forgiveness or not, will release you from feeling imprisoned by your own feelings. Are you holding yourself prisoner right now? Nigel Risner said, if you can understand the power of forgiveness, if you can communicate really well, if you know why you do what you do and if you're willing to have some fun in what you're doing, life seems to work pretty well. You focus on your why, you focus on your biggest strength, you focus on what needs to be done. And if you really worked on your strengths more than your weaknesses, it's much more fun. Nigel, I totally agree with you. So what is it about forgiveness that requires you to let go of any thoughts or feelings about revenge? Well, if you don't, the amount of energy, both mentally and emotionally, that is involved in not letting go starts to build and it's likely to escalate into anger, negativity, stress and poor health. When you let it go through forgiveness, you're the one who benefits most. You cannot change the past. However, you can control how you feel in the moment right now and in moving forward. Oprah Winfrey said that forgiveness is giving up the hope that the past could have been any different. Give yourself the free gift of forgiveness today. It's good for your health as it's found to lower your risk of heart attack, reduce your blood pressure, anxiety levels, depression and stress. And it can even improve cholesterol levels and sleep and reduce pain. So what's not to love about forgiveness? Be strong. Let it go. The weak can never forgive. Forgiveness is an attribute of the strong. Mahatma Gandhi. Let go of the grudge or the resentment. Trust yourself. Forgive yourself. Forgive others. Make peace and let it go. Focus on forgiveness. Who or what do you need to forgive today? Is it a friend, a family member, an ex, a colleague or a competitor? Whomever it is, focus on forgiveness. Now, if you haven't listened to this episode with Jason Hewlett, I highly recommend that you do so. You will not be disappointed. I can guarantee that this is a podcast episode that you'll remember and want to recommend to others. But don't just listen to me. I've received so many messages about how good this episode was. One was from Neil Velio, who I mentioned earlier, and who is a legend in the podcasting industry, and who independently posted this on LinkedIn after tuning in. I was going to DM Amy Rowlandson and offer my support and congratulations on her podcast. She's clearly invested in her sound and content since I last chatted to her about it. Then I listened beyond the first couple of minutes and found myself hooked on the content. And I decided public praise moment. And so here we are. Well done, Amy. A demonstration in podcasting mastery with clearly good prep, listening and expert questions. Wow. Thank you, Neil. I am over the moon that you respect my work and felt inclined to publicly share it on your LinkedIn profile. What really helped make this episode fantastic was the incredible energy, passion and purpose that Jason brought to the table. In this episode, Jason commented on my line of questioning, saying that I was great at questions and my line of questioning has developed over the last 300 plus episodes I've now recorded across the two podcasts. And go check out my blog, Focus on Questions, on my website to understand more about how important the role of questions play in life. Next up in episode 254, Speak Your Truth with Anthony Steers, we learned how to master the phone to build real connections. To get people talking again is a simple mission that Telephone Assassin a.k.a. Anthony Steers, has taken on in life. As a speaker, trainer and consultant, Anthony is bringing traditional methods of business back to life by giving his clients the courage 
and confidence to pick up the phone, to stop hiding behind their emails and social media and to speak their truth. Is the art of conversation dying, he asked. In a world led by digital technology, building relationships verbally is eroded daily by the ever-increasing numbers of text messages and emails. Do you know people's phone numbers anymore? Back in the days, we'd be able to reel off lots of people's phone numbers. Now, I know just a handful. How many phone calls do you make in a day? Again, it's likely to be only a handful. Yet, as Anthony said, we have the technology to hand to make the call. Our mobile phones barely ever leave our hands nowadays. And Anthony says that it takes courage to believe that you have a message that people should hear and then to have the courage to get on stage and speak your truth that that's one of the most admirable things. This podcast is a stage which enables people to speak their truth and to share their message. Anthony spoke of conversations, more specifically tricky conversations, of those conversations that you put off. And during the recording, thinking deeply about his why, Anthony said it had stirred up a lot of things for him. And it came to realise why he does the things he does, the way he does, and what's really important to him. He also said that my line of questioning had led him to think about some of the calls that he'd put off. And he also thought of a couple of very close people who he hadn't spoken to for quite a while. And in the moment, he felt that if they were listening to this, that they would be thinking, you haven't phoned me. So he was going to pick up the phone as soon as we finished our recording and make sure that he had those calls that day. He said he had a bit of awakening to his why and in a great way too, particularly with what he's doing and that the conversation would help him to focus on his next steps of where he was going to go and why he was going to do that moving forwards. Who will you be calling today? Is there someone that you have been putting off calling that you should call today? Not message, not text, but actually pick up the phone and speak to them. Prove to Anthony and to me that the art of conversation is not dying, that your vocabulary is not being limited, that you are not allowing it to be eroded. Anthony speaks about the importance of using the telephone for calling people and in the same moment reflects on his own calling in life. The importance of his role in helping people to communicate, to connect and to have conversations. He made that connection in the moment and it was a delight for me to see and be audible in his voice for you to hear. It didn't surprise me that Anthony had revelations during the recording. It's happened to so many guests who've come on the show during the 30 minutes or so that we chat with each other. Earlier, I spoke of Stuart Harris, who also had his revelation of understanding the source of his purpose. That's the power of reflection and thinking deeply about the answers to the questions that I pose and to the internal focus that ensues. How much time do you spend on understanding and acting on your purpose? My final reflection with action today is episode 255, Beyond Defence with Mia von Loger. From victim to fighter, Mia von Loger's personal story involving physical and emotional childhood trauma and abuse eventually became the foundation for her purpose and her vision in life. Supporting and empowering one woman at a time, Mia helps her to overcome her struggles and be in her full personal power to protect herself physically and emotionally. Taking self-care to the ultimate level, Mia has crafted a powerful, transformative concept for women's empowerment and healing, far beyond effective and intuitive physical self-defence tools. Mia built beyond defence. She says, 
I just realised I wasn't practising self-defence. I was practising and cultivating self-care. I was saying yes to myself instead of saying no to someone else. This is what I want to have. This is how I want to feel. And my body had literally waited decades to have the skills. Mia's story is another example of how a traumatic experience has shaped her life purpose. Refusing to identify any more as a victim, Mia's purpose in life is to ensure that support is available for all those women in need of it. Martial arts Krav Maga was the root of her revelation and has helped her to process a trauma that her body and mind had retained for so many years. She experienced physical and emotional responses to her situation where her body taught her to feel and fight her way through the healing process. Becoming a mother to a daughter has also fueled the fight internally for her, to give her a life that she did not have for herself, to give many women a life that she did not experience as a child. Coming from a newfound position of strength, her negative experiences are fueling positive experiences for others. Mia's free spirit has led her to live in three different parts of the world from where she takes a broader look at what she creates and makes sure she meets individual needs tied in with making an impact on society, one community at a time, one woman at a time. Mia spoke of the power of the ripple effect and this is something I often speak of. She said that the learning of the ripple effect will go both ways. It's about empowering a woman to say yes to herself and to also say to no to others, you're not doing this to me. And in doing so, she changes the world. Mia senses her way in life. She spoke about the physical feelings she felt once being on Mexican soil, that it spoke directly to her soul. She spoke of how her body made noises without her controlling them when doing the martial arts work. How do you respond with your senses? Mia mentioned the goosebumps she suddenly got in reaction to a question I asked her and commented that if she gets goosebumps, then there's truth in it. When do you get goosebumps? Do you notice and acknowledge the moment and say thank you to your body for highlighting it to you. It's a strong sense to have and to understand more about what you love and what moves you in life. And reading an article from Harvard Health Publishing, I've put the link in the show notes, the medical term for goosebumps is cutis anserine. Cutis means skin and anserine means goose. Can you remember the last time you got goosebumps and what purpose it served? Goosebumps are an involuntary reaction. They arise from your sympathetic nervous system, which controls your flight or fight responses. But there's more to getting goosebumps than that. You may experience them when you're cold, when you're fearful, or when there is a source of positive arousal, such as motivation or joy, pride or excitement. I often involuntarily get goosebumps when I hear music which speaks to my soul and this invariably happens when I watch a program like The Voice where someone's voice just speaks to me. I can't control it. It either happens or it doesn't but I do take stock of when it does, when it occurs and notice the truth of this origination. So from more to less, from fulfillment to forgiveness, from getting good to getting better, from calling to your calling, from a promise to purpose, from goals to gifts to goosebumps. These are my reflections with actions from these five episodes today. Remember, you have all you need right now to live with purpose. Think of what's inside your backpack and activate your gifts. I'd love to hear your intentions and your key reflections with actions from these episodes. Please share them with me on social media to continue the ripple effect of Focus on Why. Thank you for listening to Focus on Why with me, Amy Rowlandson. 
to show your appreciation and to help other listeners understand what value you have received from tuning in today, please leave me an Apple Podcasts five-star review. Remember, the conversation doesn't end here. To keep it going, connect with me on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook or Twitter or join the inspiring, uplifting and positive Focus on Why Facebook group. All the links are in the show notes. Have a purpose, have a plan, focus on why.